1: along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more
2: at NissanUSA.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast.
6: the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
7: USA!
6: Yo, yo, Good morning, Angela Yee. Good
7: morning, DJ NB.
6: Charlamagne
8: Tha God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday! You had to pause that for a second? I had to remember what day it was. Goodness gracious. It's been a it's been a time this weekend.
6: Is it a time? It's a time?
8: <laughs> yeah, man, it's been like, a long weekend. It's hey, everything been been, a everything's been a blur, but let's talk about important things like you know the Dallas Cowboys being four and one. All right, anybody want to start there? Yeah, no. you want to start there, right? We can. My Giants okay. are four and one too. Giants are four and yes, one. They are. Listen, NFC East. If you're old enough to remember, if you were born in the 1900s, like your uncle Charlotte, okay, then you remember when the NFC East was the division in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's looking that way right now. Yes.
6: Well, we'll talk about the football scores and the games over the weekend. Uh, what you guys do this week? What
7: you do, Yeezy? Um, I was in Vegas for Stocks and Stilettos. It's a conference for financial literacy for women. It was amazing. There were angel investors there, real estate investors, um, business owners. Stock- you learn how to invest in the stock market, how to trade stocks, mm-hmm. also. So it was really great.
8: All right,
6: now Charlamagne, you had your
8: Mental Wealth Expo over the weekend. Well, yeah, you know, well, actually, my weekend started in L.A., man. Um, Slew to the Living Legends Foundation. Drop on the Clues Bonds for the Living Legends Foundation. Uh, they honored me on Friday night. Friday night I was in L.A. I got honored with the uh, Jerry C. Bolding Radio Executive Award. Okay, you know, drop uh, a
6: bond for Charlemagne yeah, for that. Yeah, man, that, that was,
8: that was their, their 30th anniversary of that gala. Congrats. You know, like my, I got honored. Uh, Birdman and Slim got honored. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuma Bass got honored. Tuma, what up? Some other people said so that was fun. So, I, you know, I flew right back for the for the Mental Wealth Expo on Saturday, which was absolutely positively incredible, man. Like, you know, gratitude is always my attitude, but it it was very overwhelming, you know, to, to just mm-hmm. see all of those people come out for a day of mental health, education, and healing. Because today is actually World Mental Health Day. Today, okay. October the 10th. But, you know, we did it. Uh, the on event on October the 8th, man. So I just hope that we got a lot of people started on there. Their, their journey. healing journey. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, it's a great event. Second annual. Can't wait to do it again next year. You drop a bomb for Charlemagne. Had a couple people that went there they said they had an amazing time. Man, it was something laughed. special, man. They
6: said they cried. It was something they special. They prayed. I mean, so. and
8: I told everybody to get there early. We started at 11 a.m. Uh, first panel was 11:10 on the dot. First panel was Pastor Torrey Roberts and Sarah Jakes Roberts. So we started off incredible and ended it incredible with uh, Wallo and Shaka Saint talking about the impact of. You know, the prison system on on, on people's mental health. So mm-hmm. it was amazing. Because, you know, every time we do those events, man, there's always brothers that come there that have been incarcerated for a long, long period of time. Like, there was a brother that was there this Saturday who'd just been home two weeks. Oh, wow. He did 32 years. Oh, wow. So it's like, it's like yeah, man. Thank you for everybody that showed up and uh, attended. Salute to Dr. Alfie Breland-Noble, who'll be joining us at some time this morning. So. Just thank you, man. Thank you. All Gratitude right. is my attitude. Thank and, you. And shout out
6: to uh, my wife. Uh, this was our uh, 28th going out anniversary. This is October 8th is when I asked her out when we were in high school. Oh wow! wow. Yeah. So we uh we you know we celebrated. Uh, shout out to Auntie uh, Choka and Auntie Benz who took the kids this weekend, and me and the wife got massages. We just cuddled in bed, watched television had some great food and we just enjoyed ourselves so that's what life is about that's what it's about all right well let's get the show cracking all right front page news what are we talking about
7: uh we'll be talking about well since we're discussing mental health uh let's talk about what's going on as they are trying to figure out what's happening with the u.s military as suicides are rising and they realize how much they need to seek to address mental health issues
6: you think all right we'll get into that when we come back hey new joint scissor hate you this is not new. I know. I just wanted to say that. It would be dope if it was a new joint right now, like something new, maybe. No? I mean, it's plenty. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with Code Breakfast. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with Code Breakfast. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with Code Breakfast. The crown is yours.
0: State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth to date,
9: We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures like just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. Where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at Nissan
6: music out all right well it's the breakfast club good morning dj envy angela Gee, charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club all right let's get in some front page news now in football the giants beat the green bay packers 27 22 in london new england beat detroit jets beat miami minnesota beat chicago tampa bay beat atlanta new orleans beat seattle the charges beat cleveland Uh, Tennessee beat Washington, Houston beat Jacksonville, Buffalo beat Pittsburgh, San Francisco beat Carolina, Uh, she said yes, Dallas beat the Rams, Philadelphia beat Arizona, Baltimore beat Cincinnati, and the Raiders and Chiefs will play tonight at 8.15 a.m. I don't
8: like how you sped past the best D in the league, the Dallas Cowboys, okay? Don't just be you know, don't be just speeding past the D, alright? You tested out that D. You, I know. You, when you get to that D, you slow down on that D. Okay. All right. Okay, all right. and you and you let that D roll off your tongue nice and easy. All right. And you say the Dallas Cowboys, best D in the league. Drop on the clues bombs for us, damn it.
6: Shout to all the Mets fans out there. I know you guys are heartbroken right now. You a Mets fan, right? No, you're not. You're a red you're a Red Sox. Uh oh. all right, yeah, the uh Mets, after have having a great season, uh, they lost the last two games, which uh, put them out the playoffs. All right. What else we got, Easy?
7: All right. Well, as suicide ra- uh, rates are rising in the U.S. military, they are looking to address mental health issues. The Pentagon is seeking to confront spiraling suicide rates in the military ranks and uh, shine a light on the realities for service members who are trying to get mental health help and how difficult that can be and how intimidating that can be and frustrating and dispiriting. Uh, there's a lot of different stories of, of people who uh, finished tours, came back home feeling emotionally numb. There were warning signs of uh, issues of disorientation, depression, memory loss, chronic exhaustion. And being able to say, I need help, something's wrong and actually get help has been really difficult for a lot of people in the military. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now they are trying to figure out what do we need to do.
8: Uh, you need to provide these brothers and sisters with proper mental health services. That's what you need to do. Especially the brothers and sisters who have been to war and witnessed all that that killing and, you know, violence. Not to mention when they do come home from these... Uh, wars and stuff. They get treated terribly in this country. Do you know how embarrassing it must be to come home and don't have a place to stay in the country you just fought for?
7: Now, as some of the bases, healthcare workers are saying that they're understaffed, burned out and can't see patients on a timely basis. If a soldier seeks help, they often have to wait weeks for an appointment. One longtime counselor said, we have people who need our mm-hmm. services and we can't get to them. We need staff and until we get them, we will continue to have soldiers die.
8: That should just be part of the the, the whole thing. Like They should know that's what these soldiers need when they come home, like immediately. Mm
7: -hmm. All right, now Draymond Green is going to step away from the Warriors after punching Jordan Poole. That uh, dramatic blowout that happened has sparked uh, hundreds of memes on the internet. And here is what Draymond Green had to say.
11: I was wrong for my actions that took place on Wednesday. And for that, um, you know, I have apologized to my team. Um, I have apologized to Jordan. And, you know, um, I wanted to take that a step further. Uh, with the video leaking, um, there's a huge embarrassment that comes with that. Not not only for myself, as 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 I was the one that committed the action, the embarrassment that comes for me uh, is what it is, and that's something that I have to deal with. But the embarrassment uh, that Jordan has to deal with, and that this team has to deal with, that this organization has to deal with, but also uh, with Jordan's family. And quite frankly, if if my mother saw that video, I know how my mother would feel.
8: Your mother would tell you keep your guard up at all times. I mean damn, Jordan Poole did shove Draymond Green right before he got slugged. If you're gonna nah, shove some I'm... if you're gonna shove somebody like that, you gotta expect something in return. Yeah,
6: but that's after Draymond Green got in his face though he got in his face yeah that happens all the time though. he got in his face he pushed
7: him get the all get the oh, way
8: out of my face All right. so after you do that push you better keep your guard up yeah, just in case I'm yeah. not saying it's right it's but I'm I, I, I'm a, not, a not say... get out
6: my face and punch me dead in my jibs
7: now J-Mon Green also me. said he did get think in my face. The video you can't tell him how to react I mean, you, can't, you can't get in my face BS he said he watched the video 15 times get face like that, and bro. it looks a lot worse than he even thought here's what he had to say
11: if I'm being 100% honest I thought it was bullshit you know, I know no other video leaks from practice you know uh Uh, when we're working on our sets they don't leak and saying that's I think of myself in a moment I watched the video 15 times maybe more Um, because when I watched the video I'm looking at the video I'm like yo this looks awful this looks even worse than I thought it was and then I had to take a step back too and realize that this video was actually released this way to look that way
8: that is very true but you know stuff like that happens it, it clearly was released on purpose like somebody released it because they're clearly trying to you know, get Draymond Green out of there.
7: Well, they're trying well, to figure out who is behind this release, and here's what right. Steve Kerr had to say.
10: I guess, from your perspective, how does uh,
3: the video leaking yesterday just kind of change the, the situation?
1: We've had those discussions uh, with individuals with the team, and those discussions will stay private uh, as long as nobody leaks those conversations and uh, puts us in a very
3: very difficult spot. Everybody in a difficult spot. It's like if you had a camera in your family and there was a family dispute, would you really want to discuss it with the world? No, of course, of course not. I want to handle it internally. For whatever reason, we've had leaks in this organization. This is not the first time. So that needs to be cleaned up. And that's a big part of the issue.
8: And just go to TMZ. TMZ paid for that. What yeah, they pay for? 50 yeah. grand. So so just, that's what they said. Yeah, so just go, go to TMZ and ask TMZ well, who, who who sold it to you.
7: They probably don't give away their sources, though. I'm yeah, sure they probably won't.
8: But mm-hmm. well, stuff like that happens in practice all the time. You just heard Steve Kerr talking. Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr in practice at one, at one time back in the day. You, I remember. You heard that during the last dance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things like that happen. All I'm telling you is for anybody out there, if you shove somebody, Keep your guard up. If you get in my face, I'm shoving you on my ass. Absolutely. But by the way, if if, if you get in somebody's face, that person can push you. That person can punch you. They can do whatever they want to do. But after that happens, everybody got to keep their guard up. You you got what you asked for. Draymond got in his face. Jordan pushed him. Draymond punched Jordan. It's, it's over. A, it's the difference between a punch in the face and a push to get somebody away from Man, you. That can't tell people how to react. You know this already. That stop. Is, shut uh, up. No, no, no. no stop no, no, lying no, to no, people. No, 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 no. You we can't understand. tell people We're how to the react. Same team. I, if I don't push care. You out my
6: face and you punch me in my face. That's a far. You different shouldn't thing. have
8: pushed me. Nah. And I can't. you can't tell me how to react. It's not the same. Yeah, I didn't say it's the same. I'm just telling you that you can't tell somebody how to react.
6: Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
9: We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there, where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at Nissan NissanUSUV.
12: Wake
5: up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the breakfast club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up, MV?
6: Trav, what's up, my brother? Oh, man, the Philadelphia Eagles fan. Trav, what up, bro? <laughs>
1: Star, ye.
6: Hey, what's Trav. Up,
7: yo? Hey, boo. Hey. Okay.
1: Star. Yes, sir. Let's talk about that Big D, baby. The best D in the
8: league, the oh,
1: biggest and best D in the D in league. In the league. <laughs> okay. Hey, Envy. Yes. Envy, you be seeing that Big D out there, Envy? I,
8: I don't be paying attention, sir. You definitely <laughs> be paying attention because whenever you look at the Giants and you see four and one, you know who gave him that one loss, don't you? Huh? You know who gave you that one loss? You know loss who gave you that, that one loss? Oh my. You still old Trav cheeks? Oh no, Trav, got, he cashed in.
6: Now, now, let's see, let's who y'all play next week. Oh, oh, the Eagles! The
1: Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm going to be at the game, baby. And that big D is coming.
6: Let's see how you do. I dare you to wear that Cowboys jersey in that Eagles game.
1: Oh, 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 oh! I, I, I'm definitely going to have my Cowboys gear
8: on. You think care th- nobody at the league? Exactly. Tra- Travis Gay in Philly. You think he care about the goddamn <laughs> wearing a Cowboys jersey <laughs> at the Eagles stadium? Touche,
1: touche. He's from the hood Touché. of Philly. Touché. I don't know if you know about this, but when we go to the link, you'll also understand how many Cowboys fans. That Philadelphia has been. That's right. We nationwide. We're America's football team, baby. America's team, baby. Goodbye, Trav. Don't hang up on that man because he right. Hello,
8: who's this? Hey,
12: yo, 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 yo. It's all about you, DJ Envy. What's <laughs> you?
6: Good morning. How may I help you What's this morning? What's on here? Yeah,
12: yeah. yeah. I'm going to get it off my chest. I've been wanting to get this off my chest since I was at your car show in that, Jersey. That's how long I've been wanting to get this off my chest. Uh-oh. I've been calling for this. I, this is my moment right here. H- so I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, first of all... Hold on. Hold say, on, please. Hold on, ma'am. What is going
7: on?
6: All right, continue.
12: All right, I'm going to say happy vibes out to the Bruffers Club as a whole. But DJ, if y'all got to say...
6: Hold on, ma'am. Hold on. One second ma'am. second, ma'am. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs>
12: I'ma send I'm love vibes out to you for real. I watched you at your car show in Jersey. I was a vendor with my little life savings vision and I gotta say, you was out there with us early in the morning. You took great care of people's property. I watched you just take and nurture them cars like they were your own. I got much respect for you, what you do for your car show. I watched you all day long. You was engaged with us. You didn't separate yourself. So I'm just sending you salute and happy vibes out to all your car shows. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming and visiting our booth and giving us love and taking pictures and everything. Salute to you, brother. If I had a a fancy car, I would definitely send it to you. I wouldn't even worry after watching you because I watch people, how they deal with stuff. And I got to say. Um, I got much respect for you and the love that you share for people probably when they send it to your car show. So peace out, and I hope all your car shows be full to capacity. Aww,
6: thank you so much, and thank you for coming, man. <laughs> we really, really appreciate it. Thank you for being a vendor and thank you so much I mean that, that means a lot that's what it's all about it's about being out there with the people and, and sharing the moments and anybody who lent me their car or gave me their car for the car show I absolutely treat it like it's mine because that's the only way you know and because you know th- these cars mean a lot to a lot of people whether they're Hondas or, or Bentleys or Ferraris or Toyotas it's somebody's car and, and, and we appreciate them giving up to us for the car show and the next one is Alabama November 27 so mom if you're around drive on down to Alabama with us
12: Listen, I'm, I'm already booked So I would have been there Shout out to your team, Ashley All y'all made me feel welcome um, My business is total life changes Of course you know I'm going to shout that out But the next time you near me And I'm not booked already Because I do vending to build my business I'm there I'm 100% there for
6: you Alright, well shout out your business So people Happy know what Monday. business you are shout Happy, out Happy Monday Shout out your business <laughs> Alright okay, Alright, have a good one Try to so get it a shout out business Alright Get it off your chest 800-585-1051 If you need to vent Hit us up now It's The Breakfast Club Good morning
5: The Breakfast Club Power
7: one i I'm dialing I'm dialing Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing I'm calling
5: you This is your time To get it off your chest Whether you're mad Or blessed 800-585-1051 We want to hear from you On The Breakfast Club Hello, who's this? Yo,
1: this old
6: Jizzle. Oh, Jizzle, what's happening?
5: <laughs> what's up, old Jizzle? What's
7: going down? What's up, gang? How y'all doing this morning? What's
6: up?
8: Blessed, black, and highly favored. What's happening?
1: Hey, man, this Draymond Green, man. That that that. You, come on, come on, God. You know that that, that ain't right, man. I yeah.
8: didn't say it was right, but why do y'all keep worrying about what's right and what's wrong? It's reaction things, right? If you push somebody, you got to have your guard up.
1: You are absolutely right, but if you get in somebody's face, you gotta, you gotta, what comes with that? Though?
8: That's right. What came with it was a push. So maybe maybe, maybe Jordan should have said, you know what, let me just swing on this dude first nah. when he come up in my but, face but instead it, of just pushing it's,
6: him. It's not right. It's like if you got if you got two kids or two players, like you could push each other. That's cool. But now when you punch each other, right. if my kids punch each other in the face, there's a, a big problem.
8: Hey, let me ask y'all a question. Why y'all don't like dealing with reality? It ain't not about reality. right and wrong. It's about the reality of the situation. If you get in somebody's face, you got to expect whatever from the person's face you got into. And then if you decide to push that person, you got to deal with the consequences of what comes with that He's push. He's aggressive, though. The aggressor, he's the one that walked over to me and got Man, my Man, Y'all yeah, better, yo, he's asking for trouble. That's exactly, he's asking for trouble. So, you come in my face, I'm pushing out my face. Okay, then, so it's then, over. so what's it's next? What's over. next after that push? It shouldn't have been a punch. In that's the face. what y'all think. Y'all don't deal with reality,
1: punched, though. It shouldn't have been a punch.
8: You can't say that you can't tell somebody how to react. Nah, it's not right. Well, that's why <laughs> you I, can't, it. You, I, I hope y'all don't go around in life thinking that you can. Uh, you know uh uh control that, uh, that the consequences of your actions you can't I, I don't
6: i hope that people don't go around thinking that you could just walk in somebody's face hello man
8: y'all are in, y'all are insane
1: hello yo 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 what's going on this is y'all in Tampa how y'all doing this morning
6: what up brother get it off your chest
1: yes sir so this is more towards Charlotte Charlemagne, yes sir I need you need to calm down when you talking about those trash cowboys
8: well, you you yeah. mean the 4 and 1 cowboys with the best d in the league
1: Oh, the best team in the league this year. We'll see how it holds up for a whole season with Charlamagne. It's the same old story with you guys. Y'all get a couple of victories or whatever. Y'all beat y'all, we want this going man.
8: This year is different. The defense, defense wins championships. Michael Parsons, DeMarcus Lawrence. It's different this year, baby. You see it. He says that every
1: best year. Two guys. It takes more than two guys to win a championship. We got What's a great that? defense.
8: I said the defense. I just highlighted two of our best defensive players, but we got a great, phenomenal defense. Best D in the league.
1: Yes, I I will say this. So I'll give the NFC some love. I love what the Giants have been doing. You know what I'm saying? I am a Rams fan, so I can keep that L. I'll take that one. I like the Eagles, so we'll see how this goes. But show me you're gonna be the crime by the
8: end of the year. I, let me ask you a question? Do you like Dallas's D?
1: I like Micah Parsons. I think the defense as a total, y'all still got some holes to fill, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all are okay. I think everybody's over because of Micah. Micah changed y'all life.
8: And Demarcus Lawrence, bro. He don't front, don't front the out, holes, Demarcus man. Lawrence.
1: <laughs> He's straight. He we'll see. We'll see. Hey, we're only a couple of games in, baby. Talk to me for week 14.
8: We're okay. actually more than a couple of games in. We're a quarter we're a quarter through the season, sir. Okay?
6: Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 if you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way.
7: Yes, and I'm sure y'all saw this video of a baby being passed through a crowd. And I want to tell you who they got passed to and what ended up happening. I want to hear your thoughts.
6: That was wild. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk a new verses. It's
13: time.
5: time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
7: All right, so are you guys ready for another versus? What's the last one you guys watched? And we're I don't even really excited about.
6: Some of I've uh, seen some of the one with a Marianne and Mario. Okay. Was that the last one? I guess, right? Yeah. Ray J run around. Yep.
7: Well, let's get ready for So So Deaf and Bad Boy to compete in a versus battle.
8: That's gonna happen?
7: Yeah. It looks like that is gonna happen. Jermaine Dupree confirmed that that versus is on the way.
8: Yeah, did he confirm?
7: I guess so I don't think he would say it if it didn't happen what do y'all think that's not
8: true it's 2022 everybody <laughs> says things <laughs> just because I wonder if there's rules. well right now there's
7: no scheduled date for the battle but people are already starting to place their bets on who they think is gonna win
8: and where they gonna do with it
7: uh, we don't know I thought he said they Atlanta like
8: that's what I thought he said
7: mm-hmm. so what do you think who wins that yeah
6: did he Diddy's catalog is a beast. With all
8: of the I records think he's, he's executive produced. I've said this before and I'll say it again. From Joe to, to see no, If it's uh-uh. no if it's no hip hop, it's more of a fair battle between So So Deaf and Bad I Boy. I agree. If it's no hip hop, if it's just RB and remixes. That's that's a great battle. That, that's what I would keep it at R and B and remixes for Total Death versus Battle. Especially because uh, Diddy's talking about R and B is dead. So you do all all R and B, then then R and B and remixes. You got a that's a great one mm-hmm. if it's R and B and remixes.
7: All right, now Rick Ross was recently on an episode of Hype Debate. Uh, Rick Ross and DJ Khaled, and they got into a discussion about almond milk, all right? Here's what happened.
11: I'm still not up on the almond Oh, milk. no, no, Ross. Rose still frightened. No, 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 get I'm the almond frightened. milk. I just got up on 2% milk a couple no, years ago. No, 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 That's no, no, get the almond of. milk. Now y'all trying to conspiracy No, 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 no. And it's the question, is it from the almond of the walnut? <laughs> is they squeezing it out of the peanut? I don't have that answer, and I usually have every answer.
8: I've been on almond milk for years. Dropping the clues bombs for almond milk. I can't do regular milk. That, that milk from the cow, I'm lactose intolerant. So you, that's what you need to be scared Many of. That two percent, Ross. I have
7: use oat milk.
8: I like oat milk too. That two percent. That two percent gonna have you on the toilet all day. All right. At least me anyway.
7: Well, you know, yeah. 2% milk
8: and Wingstop? yes,
7: almond oh. milk is made with almonds, by the way, oh. and water.
8: Can you imagine eating, drinking 2% milk and eating Wingstop? What that would do to your guts? Almond milk. Get up on the almond milk, Rose.
7: <laughs> I even like um, oat milk and almond milk ice cream bars and everything. That's the only type of yeah, ice, cream milk, ice cream I can have. I can't have dairy. All right, now Rick Ross is also threatening to sue a woman for using the Boss trademark for an event. So he is actually... Um, He's suing her for using his moniker to promote her I'm the Biggest Boss conference that takes place in Houston. I believe it's next week, actually. And there'll be a lot of people there. Master P, Romeo, uh, Vivica Fox, all of them will be there. And so now he is taking legal action against Tiffany McIntosh for uh, using that. I feel like boss, though, is a pretty common yeah, I- word yeah you saw Afrocella. they're getting sued by Cartella yeah, I thought about you
8: they own the name
6: I Chella? mean not
7: by Cartella by um Coachella, Coachella. Yeah, Coachella. that's <laughs> wild though
8: Afrochella been around for a minute too right yeah Coachella but Coachella's been today. around longer oh I know but yeah. I just say, I'm like why are they wait till now to sue
7: it's super um...
8: like, they jumped on Envy ass quick well, fast <laughs> 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 Afrocella done had a few of those uh,
7: yeah it is no, no. I don't understand but he
6: jumped
8: on my ass quick I'm I'm sure thought, I thought Co- I actually thought Afrocella and Coachella I thought they were together I, I thought know, so too I, really I was do. like they
6: were well, that's the why suit. they're
7: suing I guess I guess it makes sense then because the cella if people think that they want to make sure
6: uh, they're definitely using that clip I just want to let you know because they listen every morning so they're going to be like Charlamagne even Charlamagne said I thought they were together they definitely using that clip
7: no but shout out to Cella, amazing event but I guess they're probably going to have to change the name because as you can see Envy you had to change
6: they had all types of audio yeah on me
7: you had to change your name so alright
6: I got flashbacks Jeez.
7: <laughs> you got PTSD from yeah, that. PTSD.
6: It is crazy. All
7: right, now Twitter is reacting to a newborn baby being passed to The Rock, and so it's a clip that's been making its rounds on social media. He was on stage in Mexico City, and somebody passed a tiny baby over to him.
6: That was wild through the
7: crowd, and then he picked up the baby as the crowd was cheering for that. Um, and he posted Our Black Adam tour Has been electric Fun and emotional People do cry And they hand me things I was not surprised To be handed This beautiful little baby Her father caught my attention Because he had tears In his eyes When he held her up high And gestured for me To hold her I honestly thought He was holding A, tiny, a toy doll He wanted me to have As a gift can you imagine passing your baby, father, a little newborn baby, through a crowd of strangers? That father's
6: a groupie. There's no way in hell you have a newborn baby. you gonna, you going to crowd surf your newborn baby so a I celebrity this, can hold a baby?
8: I see this totally different. It's never too early to crowd surf, okay? What? If you start them early, they won't look as shook as said Rocky did when he was uh, crowd surfing the other day. All right, it's never too early to get your kid. Crops you see the
6: baby's up. neck. Nobody was holding the baby's neck. The baby's
8: neck was doing the wet. No. Listen, man. No. That little baby got an experience. So by the time all that kind baby, of germs. By the time he started going to chelas, when he's a teenager, he be like, man, I've been doing. This. I've been doing. I've this. Been I've this. Been all I know is I think
7: house. about babies being so susceptible to the germs and everything. Who would and do that? Who
8: would ever think I'm
7: gonna hands. give my
6: baby to this next person? Anything could have went know. wrong. Then the next Maybe, person, you don't even know if they know how to
8: hold a baby. The baby's already. It. First of all, I don't know why the baby was there to begin with. Why was baby? I
7: said baby. That's
8: that's number one, but I mean, you know, if you're gonna bring them, let them really experience it. Little crowd no. surf, little crowd surf. That's all. You can't drink, so you know you gotta have some type of fun at an event like that. Drop on the clues, for that baby, man. I, I've never been crowd surfing. That baby got one up on me and that baby's only a few weeks old.
7: Well, thank God the baby's okay. That's all I have to say. And that is your rumor report. And, and would The Rock.
8: And why did The Rock accept the baby?
6: Because What's he
7: going to do? <laughs> the rock gonna, no, don't give me that baby. <laughs> yes. He can't do that in front of all those people. I'm always
8: saying. We would have
7: been on hey. here like <laughs> The Rock is a terrible person. He rejects the baby. Come out,
8: and this is why the world makes zero sense, right? Because we're complaining about the baby being passed around, but then we're saying The Rock would have been wrong if you would have said, don't pass the baby. I know. No, no, they
7: shouldn't have passed the baby, but I'm saying that's the parents' fault. But why
8: would that. the rock look like a terrible person if the rock said, do he not pass
7: that baby? Because the baby's already there. They wouldn't. Do not. If
8: they were yeah, come handing on, yeah. him
7: the baby. Do not give me that baby.
8: The rock said, do not. The rock should have said, if the rock would have said, do not pass that baby, what's wrong with y'all? He'd look like a stable, sensible person. I would have moonwalked out of there. <laughs> nobody, do not give me that baby. Nobody would have been like, the, uh, the rock is wrong if for they, saying if that. They, if they, they would have
6: dropped the baby as they passed exactly. it off to the rock on the neck. No. <laughs> do
7: not give me that baby. if they tried to pass him the baby and he just put his hands behind his back like, like, I'm not taking this baby. Yes, that's and, right. then it, and then the if baby
8: I'm, fell. If, if, I'm, if I'm worth as much as the rock, I wouldn't have touched the baby either. I'd be like, I'm not, no.
7: I think as a human, you would be scared something might happen. Be like, hold on, give me that. Like, where audio? is this
8: parent? Let's hear the audio.
13: Mm-mm. I
8: hate this show. I didn't hear no baby passing. I don't know what you wanted to hear. I don't know if you I, all I, saw
7: Rosemary's Baby. Have you guys seen that classic movie? Mm-mm. No. Okay.
8: I didn't hear no baby passing. I thought
6: The Rock was gonna say something. Thank you for the baby. This is nothing. <laughs> Just, that was the audio. Good job, guys. All right. That is your rumor report. Front page news is next what we talking about.
7: Uh we are gonna talk about North Korea. They have confirmed the simulated use of nuclear weapons to wipe out enemies.
6: All right. We'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. JNV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page Let's news. Go. Now in football, the Giants beat Green Bay Packers 27-22 in London. All right, Baltimore beat Cincinnati. Philly beat Arizona. Dallas beat the Rams. San Francisco beat Carolina. Buffalo beat Pittsburgh. Houston beat Jacksonville. Tennessee beat Washington. The Chargers beat Cleveland. New Orleans beat Seattle. Tampa Bay beat Atlanta. Minnesota beat Chicago. The Jets won again. They beat Miami. And New England beat
8: Detroit 29 to zero. And the Dallas Cowboys beat uh the Los Angeles Rams. I, I said just that. want to throw that back out pass. there again. We're four that. and one. So are we best D in the league. Did you say that part? Say it. No. Say it's the best D in the league. No, I'll pass it
6: to the hardest
8: D in the league. And Monday Night
6: Football. The Raiders are playing the Chiefs at 8 15. Now what else we got, Yeezy?
7: All right. Well, North Korea has confirmed the simulated use of nuclear weapons to wipe out enemies and Kim Jong-un signaled that he would conduct more provocative tests now they are viewing the drills as a military threat in uh, in South Korea and North Korea considers the US South Korean military drills as an invasion rehearsal and so even though allies have steadfastly said they are defensive in nature uh, these launches that they have all been supervised by Kim Jong-un included a nuclear-capable ballistic missile launched under a reservoir in the northeast. There's other ballistic missiles designed to launch nuclear strikes on South Korean airfields, ports, and command facilities, and a new-type ground-to-ground ballistic missile that flew over Japan. They said North Korea also flew 150 warplanes for separate live firing and other drills in the country's first ever such training. You
8: know, it's crazy that we have... Russia and North Korea all threatening the use of nuclear weapons. You have President Joe Biden literally saying out of his mouth that the world is at risk of nuclear Armageddon and folks don't seem to care at all. Like we too busy discussing what celebrities are doing when the threat of nuclear war could possibly be upon us.
13: Mm -hmm.
7: All right. Now to switch gears a little bit um, for all of you pet owners out there. Do you guys know what the most expensive dog is?
8: A Shih Tzu. (laughs)
7: <laughs> no, it's not. It's not? No, the, ex- oh, the
8: Oh, the, uh, the uh, South African Boa Not Boa Boa. Bo- what's it called?
7: I don't know. Boa what he- boar. <laughs> What's that dog called? Mm-mm. I never what heard is of it? that what is one. Is All right. Well, the most expensive dog is a Tibetan Mastiff.
6: Never heard of them. Oh, that's the big dogs. Yeah, those are huge. The big, 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 big dogs. Actually, my best friend,
7: Santi, she had a, a Mastiff in Brooklyn in a tiny apartment. And those dogs are huge. And so, anyway, they're saying that's the most expensive dog. One dog was sold at a premium pet fair. And that was in China for 12 million yuan, which is around almost $2 million.
8: Yeah, those are huge dogs.
7: To a property developer.
8: Them South African boas or whatever the hell they call them, some big-ass dogs, too.
6: Now, the Mastiff, I think, is what French Montana has, right? He has that big dog you see all the time.
8: That the, the bull bull I'm talking about is a mastiff too, though. Uh-huh. That's
6: oh, it's what, a mastiff. Okay. well, this is the
7: Tibetan mastiff. I had to walk that dog one time, and uh, it walks you. Yes, I it actually did drag me to the ground because it started chasing like a squirrel. I was like, wait.
6: But what do you do if that dog ever turns on you? Because you you can't. What do you do? The, t- the dog is humongous. Pray.
8: You just pray. I yeah. want it. I want me one of them South African uh, bull bulls. Mm-hmm.
6: The kids would probably be scared of.
8: I'm, I'm gonna get it as a puppy. I'm gonna raise them in mm-hmm. the in the house. Mm-hmm. Trade the truth is supposed to. Hook me up with one but I don't know what happened Trey Trey, Trey got busy <laughs> he's really <laughs> busy right he's
7: now busy, he got busy. Busy. He's,
8: busy. Happening. he's in Florida right now helping yeah. people it's been, 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 we'll a couple, it's been about you. a year so Trey maybe, <laughs> maybe a couple of this point. well
7: for those dogs on average they cost between 3000 to $5,000 when you purchase them that's about right yeah for
8: them Mastiffes
7: you know, we got the French Bulldog. That How much did I pay for that dog? $2,000, but that was like a good price. But those are between $2,500 to $4,000. Really cute, friendly dogs.
13: Mm-hmm.
7: All right. Well, that is your front page news.
6: All right. Now, when we come back, let's have a conversation. 800-585-1051. We were talking earlier about Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. For people that don't know what happened, uh, you want to break down what happened uh, over the weekend?
7: Uh, yeah. I mean, Draymond Green has apologized, and that was for... Uh, punching Jordan Poole. The video did leak on TMZ. Apparently, they had got into an argument over an alleged contract extension and some jokes being made. And so Draymond said he's going to step away from the team for the next few days. He has apologized to Jordan Poole privately and also publicly and is going to take some time to recalibrate.
8: Yeah, Jordan told Draymond, you can't swim in my pool. And Draymond told Jordan, you can't smoke none of my green. And it just turned into a whole situation. I don't know if
6: that's uh, what happened, but yes, Draymond got into Jordan Poole's face. Jordan Poole pushed him away and Draymond Green punched him in the face. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what are your thoughts? You know, I, yeah, if we're on the same team, yeah, we can push each other. Yeah, we can we can get mad, we can get upset, we can yell, we can scream. But you gonna punch me
8: in my jibs? You can't control somebody's uh reaction to you, man. Damn they knock me out. Like it does like everybody keeps talking about trying to say what's right or wrong in a situation. It doesn't matter what's right or wrong. It's about how you can't control someone's reaction, and I really yeah. want us to stop thinking we can't. You don't can. punch your teammate in the face, You, though, can, you can say that, but you just don't know how people are going to react. Like I'm Dra- sure it
7: happens all the time. We oh, just don't does. know about it. That doesn't yes. make it right.
8: Draymond got in Jordan Poole's face, so Jordan pushed him, then Draymond snuffed him. You can say Draymond didn't have to get in his face. You can say Jordan didn't have to push Facts. him. You can say Draymond Facts. didn't have to snuff Facts. him and all that. All that's probably true, but once again, you can't tell someone how to react to any of it. That's why you should really leave people alone, because you don't know how people are gonna react.
6: Like, like we could push each other all day, but once you punch me in my face, it's 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 on another. Listen, move. if I it's make a joke number. to
8: you about, you know, you can't swim in Jordan's pool, right? I don't expect you to get mad enough to step to me and get in my face. Like, right? like the joke doesn't warrant that. Okay. But then when I push you, you know, I I'm can't I punch I, you. In I the can't, face. I, no, I don't know what you're going to do. So if I push you, I gotta be ready for whatever comes I'm with do that push. More disrespectful. What's more disrespectful I'm than punching you you in your, in your mouth. All right. Well, that's still assault. <laughs> if I didn't ask for it, so he did, was it's a punch in the face or you know, a check to the mind, right? it's still a, soap, yeah. still it's a right.
6: form of assault. Hey, let's talk about it. 800 585 1051. What are your thoughts? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on. The
5: Breakfast Club. It's topic time.
13: Oh, yeah, yeah. Phone, <laughs> Call 800
5: 585 1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club.
1: Let's talk about
13: it. Morning, everybody.
6: It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. Now, what happened over the weekend, Yeezy?
7: Uh, well, Draymond Green has publicly apologized to Jordan Poole, and he's also going to step away from the Warriors for uh, a few a few days just to take some time to recalibrate. But apparently he punched him. How can he?
8: How are you gonna suspend yourself, Draymond? You can't tell us you walking away. You know what I mean? You gotta let the Warriors. I mean, they
7: might have asked him to, and then he just publicly apologized and said he was gonna. Yeah, but the Warriors
8: still gotta announce that though. The Warriors have to announce that just because like they usually handle those type of situations internally. So you gotta let the organization announce that.
7: Yeah, I I
6: thought it was whack. I mean, you know, we've all played on team sports before, or or been in situations where you and a a teammate, or you and a, a, a partner, didn't agree on things. And sometimes it might get, if you play basketball, you know, to, to a little pushing and shoving. But I think punching in the face is totally disrespectful. Like you do that against your your, your enemies, your competition, not your your own teammates. So I thought it was whack. I
8: thought it was. was I don't was know weak. if it was whack or not because I don't know what Jordan Poole said. You know what, what I'm saying? What did he say? A lot. There's a lot of different things he could have said. We don't know what he said. He could have said somebody's kids. I'm just speculating. I don't know Correct. what it was. I don't know. I don't know what Jordan Poole said to warrant that type of reaction. I said heard... it was
7: something about a contract extension and maybe some jokes being made. Well, I,
8: I, I was I was hearing jokes that uh, he was he kept making jokes about you're not gonna be able to swim in Jordan's pool. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's true or not. That could be just I, I, that internet rumor. You make
6: somebody punch you, you can't swim in my pool.
8: What is the thing? It don't matter what's right or wrong in this situation. It's about how you can't control somebody's reactions. And I really want us to stop thinking. And we can. Draymond got in Jordan's pool's face, so Jordan pushed him, then Draymond snuffed him. You can say Draymond didn't have to get in his face. So you can say jo- you can say Jordan didn't have to push him. You can say Draymond didn't have to snuff him, and all of that could be true. But you just can't tell somebody how to react to any of that. So yeah,
6: that makes you to make sure the aggressor. And then also is like, no, so no, 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 no. Next?
8: What if Jordan? What if Jordan was the aggressor because Jordan was talking crazy? What if Jordan was talking crazy and making threats to Draymond? That's why Draymond got in his face. So how can you just say Draymond there's, was the aggressor?
6: Uh, I a,
8: know that Jordan's light skin and you up here sticking up for beige people, but that's what happens to beige no, people when they don't wash their mouth around no, highly all, melanated individuals we like Draymond Green. We're
6: playing basketball. We could all talk smack, right? But you you can't get in my face. You can't punch me in my Depends
8: jaw. on what you said. Mm-mm. No. You don't know what he said. We don't know what Jordan said. We don't. The little young boy, watch your freaking mouth when you're talking to a veteran. All right? I got four championship rings. You're lucky to be here. All right? I bet you'll stay in a child's place next time, young man. That's why man. you're not swimming in my pool. That's why you can't swim in my pool. And by the way, what if he, that's flirting. That's <laughs> what, if, what if Jordan was flirting with Draymond and Draymond got tired of the flirting? Stop <laughs> disrespecting that man. They just, he might watch too much Breakfast Club. He's like, well, shoot, the babes went on Breakfast Club always flirting with the dog skin one. <laughs> so let me tell Draymond, come swim in my pool. You know you want to swim in this pool, Draymond. you want to swim in this pool? See? Watch your freaking mouth, young boy. See, you think it's Okay. A
13: Hello,
1: who's this? Hey, morning, y'all. Good
8: morning.
1: What's your Draymond name? Draymond Green not fight. You don't fight your teammates like that. It's, I don't care what he did, what you do, what you say. Y'all deal with that. Later on, y'all out. Do what I got to do. Draymond Green, we shouldn't be worried about how Draymond Green reacted to anything because he was a Christian. He approached him. All Jordan did was... Whoa, 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 whoa,
8: whoa, whoa. You don't know what Jordan said that caused him to get approached.
1: Okay. No. Six and stones, breaking bones it was worse than ever. heard. That's did a damn lie. All
8: right. Well, somebody... You know. got children? You got children? No. I don't right, oh, see. See, I can't see. He that's right. he just exactly. Said no, like I
6: heard that. No,
7: that's no. No. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Would are you me... pass your baby? To All the right. Rocket? Let me ask you a question. I ask you a question. You <laughs> out
8: with your mom, right? You and your mom walking. Somebody walks up to your mom and tells your mom SMD. Or better yet, somebody walks up to your mom and says, Oh, remember you used to SMD that's me that's back, that's
1: back
8: in the day? These are two grown men. So if somebody, so so so, so if, no no no. They're so if a grown, if you walking with your mama and a grown man comes up to y'all and says, Hey, your mama used to SMD me back in the day. What you gonna do?
1: Ah, uh, it depends on if my mom used to S M D. See what I'm saying?
8: Yeah, everybody be
1: making up excuses, but they be lying. I'm lying, bro. Hello, who's this? Uh, it's
6: Aaron. Aaron, what? What's your thoughts, Aaron from the Bronx?
1: Yo, man, Draymond. I mean, I'm kind of on the fence. I kind of agree with Charlemagne a little bit because I mean, you can't be hearing people, or pushing people, and, and you got and in respect. my face. I mean, we teammates. You know what? You got in my face. We teammates.
8: What caused Draymond to get in Jordan's face? We don't know.
1: I mean, yeah, but as the same time, yeah, Draymond ain't have to turn up like that. He See. always do that. He always on some extra like overzealous like is unnecessary. He threw that on the court And then, then take it to the
6: next level. And then Aaron, how do I play on the team with you? Like after you just punched me my jibs, damn man knocked me out. How do we play? How do we And if y'all don't knock it team? off,
8: man, listen, if y'all could see what used to happen in the early nineteen hundreds, see the problem is we didn't have video back then. Them guys fighting practice and fighting the locker room all the time. Like stop. Now, Michael I, Jordan punched I, Steve Kerr in the face and they went out there and won three
7: championships. My question is what are jibs?
8: You
6: said what?
7: And he saying he yeah. me in my jibs. Jibs well, is your
6: NBA face. And be old. I don't yeah, know what man, the hell you're you
7: talking about. You can't, you can't do that, man. You can't. You can't.
1: And now I'm going to play with you tomorrow. I gotta yes. Ball. Yeah, Michael I gotta Jordan play ball. I Michael Jordan, hand
8: Jordan hand punched hand. Steve Kerr in the face. And Steve, they went out there and won championships together. Yes, you can, Steve. Keep it going.
6: Steve Kerr didn't have an option.
8: Like, Why, he didn't have an option? Where was he going to go? Michael Jordan was the best player in the league. So, what? You can't. I mean, see, y'all be y'all be moving the goalposts for. Sometimes. Yes. It makes no sense. Like yes, It's a difference. You just said a, a teammate cannot play with a person because so, so they got punched in the face. So, it matters what your status is? Kind of. Man, shut kind up. up. Kind of. 800 585
6: 1051. Jordan Poole, Draymond Green got into it over the weekend. Uh, Draymond Green got into Jordan Poole's face. Jordan Poole pushed him. Draymond snuffed him. Let's talk about it. 800 585 is the
13: Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know, I I Call me.
1: Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top.
5: Come on. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. 585 1051
6: Morning everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Now what happened, Yi? What, what was the breakdown?
7: All right. Well, Draymond Green is stepping away from the Warriors after punching Jordan Poole. They hadn't they got into an argument and somehow the video leaked.
8: Yeah, Jordan told Draymond you can't swim in my pool. Draymond told Jordan you can't smoke my green. And next thing you know, they're fighting. It's just out of control. That wasn't a fight. What you mean that fight wasn't a fight? two
6: people have to swing. That's a fight.
8: He like, pushed like, him. Jordan pushed that
6: him. That wasn't a fight. I was a... You know, get out my face.
8: Bro, y'all are ridiculous. I don't know what world we live in where y'all think that y'all can control how people react to things that you do Draymond got in Jordan's face some people could say Draymond didn't have to do that by the way let's go back a step further whatever Jordan was saying to Draymond some people might say Jordan didn't have to say that then when Draymond got yeah, in his so. face some people could say Draymond shouldn't have gotten his face then after Jordan pushed him they say well Jordan didn't have to push him then when Draymond snuffed him they could be like oh well Draymond didn't have to snuff him all of that once again could be true but you can't tell anybody how to react you just can't shouldn't punch your teammate in the face hello who's this
1: What's going on? It's Omega Red. What's going on? Omega Red, what's up? Talk
8: to me. I him, thought you bro. said old <laughs> Red. I was like, boy, you got to stop this.
1: <laughs> no, nah, man, I want to chime in in that pool in uh, Green situation. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, I think uh, Green was a little bogus, man, because, you know, he was all up in pool's face and it hit him with the Now, down, you know?
8: What happened, what happened to cause Draymond to get in his face? What did Jordan say to him that made Draymond get in his face?
1: I have no idea.
8: Exactly.
1: I know, you know what I mean? I don't know a- what he
8: said. Exactly. But, you know, that's my point. We don't even know what Jordan said to cause Draymond to get in his face. But we saying Draymond was wrong for getting in his face. We don't know what Jordan said. Jordan might have said your mom f- my ass for all we know. We don't know what he said.
1: Hey, he could have though, but you know he, hey, he he hit my man pretty hard though. Well, he did.
8: Beige people need to recognize when they talking to a highly melanated oh, black god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Hello, who's this? That's what Bobby Brown would have did it's to Renard. any lightskin singer back in the day. Yo, shut up. Good morning, man. What's your thoughts? Man, listen,
1: Draymond, that's expected about Draymond. Because, honestly, if you think about it, what Draymond's been doing for the last long, look Look at what he said about KD, you know what I mean? Draymond's been being a butthole pretty much his whole career.
13: What?
8: <laughs> See, I don't like this. Y'all using Draymond's reputation against him, but we, once again, don't even know what Jordan Poole said to cause Draymond to get in his face, and then Jordan pushed Draymond. And now we There's acting no like Draymond overreacted because we saw the punch. No. We don't know what has led up to them even having this conversation. What we, but what we
7: do know is that Draymond is the one who apologized, not Jordan, but yeah, Draymond's it, the one stepping away. Because well, Draymond's
8: smart enough yeah, Draymond's smart enough to know the video's out. I look bad. It don't even matter what happened before that. Let me step away. Well, I, that's, I get it. Hello, who's this? It's your boy, Jibs. What's up, bro? You say your name, no, Jibs? Brother. Envy said you'd be getting punched hey, in your... All the time. do shut up, man. Go ahead, man. What, what's your thoughts, bro?
1: Hey, man, I, I see it like this. Every, every cause got an effect. If you can't stand an effect, don't do the call.
8: That's right. Thank you. I'm finally, somebody with some sense. <laughs> like, it's re- and, and, they, and then they and we, we try to control... The effect. No, you can't control the effect. It's not a matter of, of, of controlling the effect. It's you don't punch your
6: teammate in the face. You don't know that? What you mean you don't know yeah, you, that? you
8: don't know that. Some people may not punch their teammate in the face. Draymond clearly is one who will. And guess what? Now that people know Draymond is the type to punch their teammate in the face, they're going to watch how they talk to Draymond in practice. He's still not swimming in my pool. Well, you're not smoking none of my green. Well, what's the moral of the story if there is one? The moral of the story is what I always tell y'all on this radio. You can't tell somebody how to react. It's really just that simple. You just can't. I wish we, I wish that we could control people's reactions to things, but you can't. So you better mind your damn business if you, if you can't fight. <laughs>
6: now we got rumors on the way.
8: <laughs> That's what you better do.
6: Well, we got rumors on
8: the way.
7: All right, we're going to talk about scamming when we come back. We'll talk about somebody who has been released from jail, and there was a whole series on this person. Also, we'll talk about a uh, NFL free agent who was being accused of selling fake watches.
6: All right, we'll get into that next. Is the- We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teladano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league.
10: And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. To get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for, check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates, 30 city MPG, 37 highway MPG, 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front-wheel drive, 28 city MPG, 35 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all-wheel drive, 29 city MPG, 36 highway MPG, 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum front-wheel drive, 28 city MPG, 34 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum all-wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only.
2: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
3: And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals.
4: course
5: our best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade-in at&t connecting changes everything
4: offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 256GB offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com slash samsung for details this
6: club good morning
12: listen up
6: All the
5: gossip. gossip. The rumor report. With Angela. Angela
7: It's the rumor report. The
5: Breakfast Club.
7: Well, let's talk about all the women, starting with Cardi B. She previewed a remix to Munch on social media.
9: You met me, I never met you Drink my bath water, I'm special If you tell somebody we f*** up But I ain't nothing nigga you kept If him do munch, get it for breakfast bitch is scum, bitch is desperate Bitches be dirty, go get tested Way too easy, don't wanna catch it ah! <laughs> He getting all of his looking, I said we could chill Like what? He wants to see what it is, like a gender reveal Like, uh-huh, uh-huh no bitches is really a skill Like, what? This is dancing me down They dancing me Why you looking Take a picture Get the best Best light, light. looking at my ass While it go left Left right, right He hit it from behind He do it just Just right He looking front too back like it's a so wet Wet Right Smoochie
7: You thought I was killing you? That's not my Did you say a little too yeasty? Way yeah. too
8: yeasty Don't want to catch it You can catch a yeast infection In your mouth?
7: Maybe I don't know Maybe in your throat So why you say maybe? Maybe in your throat You can get yeast down there
8: Jesus Nasty I mean, Why are they
7: making a face?
8: I want to know. I didn't know you could catch a yeast infection Did in your you mouth. You see some
7: type of cottage cheese type of discharge Ugh. and don't do it. Mm. <laughs> all right. Now, speaking of all the women, Meg Thee Stallion posted Ugh. a picture of herself holding a Stranger Things card. And so now the speculation is that she is going to be uh, on the show. You know, they already signed for the final season, which is going to drop uh, next summer. That's the fifth and final season. And, you know, that is a favorite on Netflix. Yeah, people
8: love Stranger Things. My, my daughter and wife love Stranger Things. And they gotta do
6: do do something better with security. Talking to Megan Thee Stallion, I see her performing over the weekend, and I seen a fan jump uh, on Twitch stage. Con. Yeah, grab her arm and spun her around.
7: She seemed yeah. like she was. I mean, that definitely should not have happened.
6: She seemed like she was what? She no, probably I'm, was shocked. Well,
7: this, I'm sure she was shocked, but she did go along with it for the moment. But I know she was like, okay, that should never happen. How did How did, she, how did they get that close to her? I them? have no the idea. Same,
8: the same way everybody else gets close to people on stage. I don't know what be happening at these festivals. <laughs> like, it's weird. Like, how people, and he looked like he came from the back. And then he, grabbed, like he,
6: he ran past her, her dancer. Her dancer didn't jump. Didn't the, un, yeah,
8: the only thing I didn't like is the security didn't do him dirty. Like, they just kind of like escorted him off. Like, no, bro, treat him like he's a fan running onto a football field. Tackle his ass. You saw what Bobby Wagner did, right? Like, you got to lay him out. I seen another kid get tackled
6: over the weekend. He seemed like he was a, a kid, though, like a teenager. But I saw that, too. You, you get on that field, they don't know who you are. They just tackle him. Mm-hmm.
7: All right, now we're going on with the girls. And Nicki Minaj is going to have a course. Not her personally, but they're having a Nicki Minaj course studying her influence. And that's going to be taught at the University of California, Berkeley. And that's going to encourage students to think about how Nicki Minaj's impact on the hip-hop music industry connects to the broader historical social structures in hip-hop feminisms. It's called Nicki Minaj, the Black Barbie Femme and Hip-Hop Feminisms. Interesting.
8: I'd like, I'd like to see the courses, the curriculum.
6: Uh, just me personally, I, I think it's whack when you have a course like that and the artist is not involved.
7: Well, mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj found out about it because somebody added her on Twitter about it, and she said she would love to stop by.
6: Yeah, you want to, you want them to be involved because you can say what you think you've seen from Nicki Minaj, but only Nicki Minaj could detail how she did it, and that's true. You know, you just can't say, "Well, this is what I think." No. You well, there's probably Minaj enough there.
7: information out there though for people to take firsthand things that she said and discuss those things so that I'm, it comes straight from her.
6: It says I'm a gardener on Wikipedia. Do we believe all the information Yeah, but that's there? not yes. an interview with you, M.B. <laughs> exactly. There's a
7: lot of interviews with Nicki Minaj with her talking yes, firsthand. you are. I'm not a gardener. About how she has done things so I'm sure that you can study that and use that too. There's a lot of courses taught about people who aren't involved firsthand with it and she seems like she's excited about it. She said she would love to stop by.
8: I hmm. think Envy is a gardener. I've heard him do plenty of interviews where he said he want to give Clue flowers and he said he always gives Clue flowers. Where else would you get the flowers if you weren't a Gardner, duh, mm-hmm. this guy.
7: Alright, now the Stupid, college professor man. who developed and will teach the curriculum also went on social media and said, I'm so excited to be teaching this class. And she said, we would be hella happy and honored for you to stop by. This class is interested in thinking critically about you and your productions within the context of broader historical social structures and hip-hop feminism. So having your personal insights would be amazing. I'm finalizing things this fall and would love to talk more details with you via DM. Not mad
8: at it. We've seen classes based on Jay-Z. We've seen classes yeah, this based class is on Yeah, all pop. the
7: time. Yeah, but, That's somebody who's impacted the culture in that way and there is a lot of first hand information of you know she has docu-series and everything that you okay. can use to I start was, yeah I just
8: want to do the curriculum a either. lot of those
6: classes are taught by people in that camp like Guru teaches something that was based off of and there was another producer I can't remember his name he Ninth teaches, Wonder yeah Ninth Wonder teaches something like these are people I in the industry I think 9th's actually a professor though. yeah but these are people that teach that's in the industry that know these artists not just people assuming why are you so I against Minaj having a class know. bro I mean they have a, I took Shakespeare in college
7: and Shakespeare wasn't there teaching the class that's, t- why t- that's t- why t any that's right
8: it? that's right i don't know what you just said but that feels like a good point so i'm gonna go with that that that's that's why the bobs be on your ass envy you know what i'm saying you always hating on nikki let nikki be bro yeah why
7: don't you go why garden why so mad about that her class
8: go garden to do with nikki. i would love
6: <laughs> there's some weeds in tool. your garden bro i would
8: love nikki to be
6: a part of it's weeds in your garden bro she just nikki said Menos. she will but
7: okay she said she was gonna pull up that's yeah. all i asked all right, now. mass Mask Gardener. <laughs> yes. Now, Nicki Minaj and Little Baby have also joined Call of Duty and Modern Warfare 2 in a new ad, so that's exciting. For you got a problem too.
8: with that, too? Are you you happy for Little Baby but mad about Nicki being in it? Huh? <laughs> huh? What, what are you talking about? Who else uh, you say was in there? N- Little Baby, Nicki, cool. and who?
7: I said uh, Nicki Minaj and Little Baby. That's saw- all... Who else did I say? I feel like I saw
8: that commercial this weekend. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I think P. Davidson Pete Davidson was in there. Did too. That yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I was like, I, yeah, Pete Davidson's in. It. Yeah.
7: All right, now Iggy Azalea is responding to backlash for working with Tory Lanez. He had posted the first female urban album I will executive produce it will be Iggy Azalea's next album. I've been wanting to EP a female artist album for a while. I want to raise the bar on the beats, production, and overall experience of female albums. This is going to be fun. Well, there was some backlash and she responded you're all very welcome to speak your opinion freely about me just as long as we all have an understanding you are having a monologue and not a discussion with me because respectfully my bills remain paid without your two cents so
8: I think you should hate on Iggy right now just to bring some balance to the rumor report what you mean because you're hating on Nikki, so you should hate on Iggy too so I at didn't. least the Barb's don't think you I, I, I
6: didn't hate on Nikki. I love the fact that she's having a course I just want I want her to teach the course because she would know best but if she's going to pull up I have no problem with it Okay. and why would I hate on Iggy I don't know why you hate right. on Nikki. I didn't hate nice. on Nikki
2: enough.
7: Antonio Brown is being accused of selling a fake Richard Mill watch, and uh, the plaintiff, who is a Florida resident named Ryan Kane, filed the complaint. He said that uh, Antonio Brown claimed the watch was worth more than than four hundred thousand dollars. And he paid one hundred and sixty thousand for it. He took Antonio Brown's word for it, and then he found out the watch was a fake. He took it to an appraiser for insurance purposes, and at the time he was in for- informed that watch was worth only about two hundred dollars. Now, man. yes. In addition to that, um, you know, Antonio Brown is also being accused of uh, stiffing the same person out of some money, and that is for booking Little Wayne. So according to another lawsuit that's been filed, Ryan Kane alleges that Antonio Brown attempted to get $178,000 after submitting fraudulent expenses in hopes of being reimbursed and making a series of lewd, racist, sexist, and threatening remarks toward his company. Uh, That company is called Secure the Bag. All right. Now, he also said um, he struck up a brief friendship with Antonio Brown and then he recruited him and gave him a one hundred and fifty thousand dollar advance. They were also supposed to work on a music video for Cracked featuring Lil Wayne. But that project never came to fruition now, he claims that Antonio Brown came to him requesting 250000 in cash to pay Wayne. He said that Wayne reported, reportedly wanted the money directly from him. He said he ended up speaking to some people from Young Money who said that there's no reason to go through Antonio Brown. You can come to us directly and pay. And they believe that he was attempting to defraud them out of some money because uh, little Wayne was only expecting $150,000 and Antonio Brown had told them he was requesting 250000 So now there's a lawsuit. Mm. All right, well, that is your rumor reports. He
6: just confused the ish out of me, but all right.
7: He said that Wayne was charging $250,000. They wanted the money directly from him. The founder of the company reached out directly to Little Wayne's people. They told him it was really only 150000 So he was trying to pocket 100000 according to this lawsuit.
8: Mm. All right. But, well, Charlamagne, who are you giving that down to? Man, four after the hour, we need a, a guy who's on the run right now. Uh, his name is Cameron Hogg. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. All right, we'll get to that next, so don't move us to Breakfast Club. Good morning.
5: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never
6: be the same. Our Audible pick of the day is I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. It's a funny and heartbreaking story about her relationship with her mother, complicated grief, and stardom. Start listening when you sign up for a free 30 day trial at the home of storytelling. Audible.com slash breakfast club.
8: Man, say the game. Don't get other man are a donkey. (laughs) It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, (laughs) man, hit it
13: with
8: the E. It's the breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Yeah, it's Donkey of the Day for Monday, October the 10th, World Mental Health Day. Uh, I hate to start the week off with something so... Something so dark, you know, but it's a teachable moment. It's going to 31-year-old Cameron Hogg. Uh, my people, this donkey today the day I'm doing today is exactly why I have the conversations I do around mental health. It's exactly why I started my foundation, the Mental Wealth Alliance. It's exactly why I do things like the Mental Wealth Expo, because family, we have to heal. All right. People are walking around hurt, dealing with all kinds of unprocessed trauma. And all those people do is end up hurting other individuals. And by the time those individuals do get help, it's usually too late. And it's because of some circumstance that caused them to go to prison for the rest of of their life. And then they get some type type of assistance in prison. But the damage has already been done. Uh, Lives have already probably been lost. And that's exactly what happened in the case of Cameron Hogg. There's a 21 year old young lady named Asia Womack, who is no longer with us physically. Because clearly Cameron Hogg does not know how to deal with his emotions. Let's go to CBS News, Dallas-Fort Worth for the report, please.
12: Asia loved basketball. Yes, she did. She loved basketball Mm -hmm. to the point to where she died doing what she loved. Monday,
3: 21-year-old Asia Womack. She died after being shot multiple times. On the basketball court of Terry Park, Asia Womack played a game against a friend. Police identify that friend as 31-year-old Cameron Hogg. There's an arrest
12: warrant for him now. She's eaten with this man. She's fed him. And he turned on her and killed her in a vicious way.
3: The motive for shooting and killing Asia Womack? As illogical as it may sound, the family believes the suspect didn't like losing a basketball game to Asia and didn't like hearing about it. Police were told Hogg became angry after being teased by Womack After losing the game.
1: You become embarrassed because a female beat you in basketball.
8: Come on, man. Come on, man. You killed someone because you lost a basketball game. You killed your friend because she beat you in basketball. This is what Birdie wanted Mortar to do to Kyle and above the rim after they lost. Okay, let me explain something to y'all. And it's strange that I even have to explain this. The fact that I'm saying this is wild to me. But losing a basketball game is never a reason to murder someone. I don't care how bad you get your ass busted. I don't care how much trash the person was talking. I don't care that it was a woman that beat you. There's absolutely zero reason to pull out a gun and murder someone because you lost a basketball game. And this is why, once again, I would be encouraging people to go to therapy because this dude didn't do this because of a basketball game. Losing the game triggered something else inside of Cameron. And whatever was triggered was clearly something that he never dealt with before. And poor Asia got hurt because that man Cameron never dealt with his hurt. All right, we talking about how Draymond Green handled Jordan Poole and saying Draymond shouldn't treat his teammate that way. Um, Friends don't shoot and kill friends over losing a basketball game, people. And if you're chalking this up to him just being evil, it could be that, you know. But I doubt it. It's always something deeper. It's always something going on with someone internally that they haven't dealt with that causes them to project the pain they haven't dealt with on the others. Now, two lives are lost. Okay, the sister Asia Womack and this brother Cameron Hogg. Oh, they throwing him under the jail. Okay, classic example of if you never heal from what hurt you, then you'll bleed on people who didn't cut you. And in circumstances like this, you will make people bleed who really did nothing to you. Please give Cameron Hogg the biggest y'all
13: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
8: and you might as well turn yourself in bro you know Crime Stoppers Crime Stoppers is offering up to $5,000 for information that leads to his arrest and witnesses can call 214-373-8477 24 hours a day 7 days a week my goodness gotta get somebody like that person off the street and like That's I said right. earlier by the time you end up getting somebody like him help it's too late The damage has already been done. That's right. All right. Well, thank you for that
6: donkey today. Up next, Dr. Alfie will be joining us. We'll be talking with Dr. Alfie when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
5: The Breakfast Club
6: morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, Stayed indeed. For, uh, Charlemagne's Mental Wealth Expo. And today is uh, Mental Health
8: Day. World Mental Health Day is today, 10 10. That's
6: right. We have Dr. Alfie. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Queen thank Dr. You. Alfie. Thank the, you. The
8: real brains and uh, leader behind the Mental Wealth Expo. Hey. Yeah, Dr. Alfie Breland Noble. Thank Good morning. You. How are you this morning?
14: I am, what did you say, blessed and highly favored?
8: Blessed, black, and highly favored. There you go.
14: Absolutely. Blessed, black, and highly favored.
6: So for yes. people that don't know, what is uh, World Mental Health Day?
14: So World Mental Health Day was something founded uh, many years ago to give us an opportunity to recognize the importance, obviously, of mental health, right? Mm-hmm. So the issue is, you know, with so much stigma around mental health, particularly in our communities, we we'll gonna keep it real, um, I think that there was a real push and a desire to make sure that we acknowledge and uplift mental health and have it on the same pedestal as we do physical health. So every year on October 10th, we recognize and celebrate and uplift and try to have a dedicated day just to focus on mental health conversations. So what
8: know? should we be doing today? Like what's, what's what's the significance of the day outside of, like what should we be doing?
14: Yeah, I think exactly what we're doing right now is like mm-hmm. allowing space for the conversation, you know? And I think we have to start in our homes, like I said, for us as black people, people of color, you know, we don't, these are not things that we talk about every day outside of you all because you mm-hmm. do a good job of making sure that we uplift these conversations. But I think one thing we can do is just take a moment and reflect on, like, how, how are we taking care of our own mental health? What kinds of things are we doing to take care of our loved ones' mental health? What kind of things are we allowing into our space that take away from our mental health? And then just kind of make a plan, like one little thing you can do every day to uplift and center your own mental health and the mental health of the people that you care about. Mm-hmm. That's what we can do.
6: I was going to ask, you know, with with everything going on with mental health and uh, police shooting people, police being called for for mental yes. health calls, yes. what do you think is, is is a better way of doing that? Because sometimes, you know, people feel threatened. You yes. know, maybe yes. uh, somebody in their family is having a breakdown and they pick up a knife. Uh, the family wants to be protected and wants to make sure that their family member is safe not necessarily shot so what would you recommend during those times because people are scared to call the police
14: that's right so what i'm gonna tell you i appreciate deeply about that question is that's a cultural question right Mm -hmm. because not all communities have that fear but us as black people and many other communities of color they absolutely have that fear and it's a justified fear so when we see these things happening in the public eye we call that vicarious trauma even though we haven't experienced it we're Mm -hmm. watching someone experience it and we can have some of the same reactions So in terms of what do we do, there are some innovative programs out there in the world. I know they have it in Washington state. There are a couple other places where instead of sending out police officers for a mental health crisis, they're sending out social workers, right? And that's the idea is to send a trained mental health professional out to the family Mm -hmm. or out to the location rather than sending police who are not necessarily trained in how to deal with mental health crises. Mm -hmm. I think another thing that we can do is we can always be aware of what's going on with our family members because we all know some of those triggers, you know, that impact our family members. We know the kinds of things that we can do to help keep them calm. We know the things that we can do to de-escalate sometimes. And if we don't know those things, like how do we de-escalate somebody when they're in crisis, when you see them looking at that knife, headed toward to pick it up, how do you bring them back down to a place of peace so that that's not the thing that they go to. And I think if we don't take time to try to real be very conscious about what our triggers are, about what our family members' triggers are, about the kinds of dynamics that are happening in our families that can escalate to those kinds of things, it puts us at a disadvantage because stuff will get out of control really quickly. So I really do think it is a combination of us advocating as a public having somebody other than police go out for mental health crises, it is finding other ways to take care of ourselves on a day-to-day basis so that you're doing more prevention, right, than intervention. It's too late when it's already got escalated and they're reaching for the knife. But if you can help that person learn how to manage emotions, avoid triggers, understand triggers... You can sort of stave off that possibility that you're going to get into those big crises. You can't prevent them all, but you can certainly try to prevent some of them.
8: I've heard you talk about uh, cultural warning signs yeah. for suicide. What, what are some of those warning signs?
14: Absolutely. So I think for us as black people, we have to be conscious of the person is not always going to look depressed and down and sad. Sometimes people are going to look angry. Mm-hmm. Right. And that consistent, persistent anger is something that we want to pay attention to. That can be a sign of somebody who's just like at their wit's end. I don't want to deal with it anymore. I think as well. What in our community, we don't necessarily talk about being depressed. We're not going to use those words. We may say things like, you know, I'm just in my feelings or, you know, I don't know what's wrong with me. Just something like my mom used to say, nothing ain't wrong, but something ain't right. Um, I think that we also have to pay attention to the ways in which people are discouraged. From showing sadness mm-hmm. right because sadness makes you look weak and so that comes back to this issue of anger so if somebody is really struggling they may not tell the people around them that they're feeling sad what you're gonna get instead is maybe they're withdrawn maybe they're super irritable you're gonna get these other things I think some of the signs that are real clear signals when people start giving stuff away right when they stop mm-hmm. engaging in activities and behaviors that they used to I have a colleague he was a friend of a group of my friends um, and right before he died by suicide. This is probably 12 years ago. um, He had some music equipment that he really loved. He started selling the equipment and giving it away. And then within maybe a week, he had died by suicide in a park, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you're seeing a person just sort of their life is just starting to shrink. They're getting more and more isolated. They don't want to be with people. They don't want to do things that they used to do. Um, They're just looking, I'm just kind of flat, right? There's no emotion. They don't find any joy in their life. Those are things that I think give us a clear idea that that person may not want to be with us anymore right Mm -hmm. and that they may want to take their life
6: I was going to say but you know a problem with that is is somebody like yourself maybe even Charlemagne might know the terms a lot of people don't know the terms yes like you know I could, I could be sad today. You know what yes. I mean? I might have woke up speaking to my grandmother and just sad. Yes. That doesn't mean I'm necessarily depressed. It does or not. I could wake up being depressed That's and I'm right. thinking I'm sad. That's right. I don't know if we necessarily know the signs of when, when people have those problems, you know?
14: I agree 100%. And so, what we try to do with our work, both with the Mental Wealth Alliance and with the Acoma Project, a nonprofit that I founded that focuses on younger people, we try to teach people those signs and symptoms. So I have a really close girlfriend. Her name is Kathy Williams. She lost her son to suicide. About 22 years ago, he was 15 years old. Tori Mm -hmm. and Leandris Graves is the young brother's name. And she and I would go around the country teaching people. So I'll give you a couple of the signs. Um, I've talked about sadness. That's obvious, right? Mm -hmm. I've talked about irritability. That's less obvious. People's eating habits change drastically, right? So if somebody normally eats a lot and now they don't want to eat anything or vice versa, that can be a warning sign. It can be a warning sign when you see changes in sleep behavior. They sleep a lot more than they used to. They sleep a lot less than they used to. Or they're up all night and sleeping all day, that kind of fatigue. Some of the other signs are people who talk about death. Maybe it's not their death, mm-hmm. but they kind of fixated on death as a thing. Those are all things to give you a clue if those things last and they hang around for more than two weeks, right? So if you're kind mm-hmm. of seeing it off and on for a two week period, that's when you know that person might need some help. I think the challenge is a lot of us don't take enough time to stop. I always call it knowing your baseline. We don't know from day to day sort of what average is for us, what is neutral for us, because we're always sort of moving. That's right. So if you don't know what neutral is, how do you know when it's like stuff is going really, really great and you're like really, really high or when stuff is really, really bad and you're really, really low? We've got to take time to sort of stop and figure out what that baseline is. So hopefully that helps in terms of just some of the things to look for. And you're looking for a cluster. It's not one one day and one the next. This the All of this stuff is kind of clustering together over a period of two weeks. How do you
7: encourage somebody to get help? Because sometimes you are around people and you're like, okay, this person clearly needs to seek some help but they don't want to or yeah. maybe you're in a relationship with somebody and they don't want to do therapy with yes. you yes. to try to fix things how can you say and if they're very resistant to that what are some things you can do
6: hold on Dr. Alfie let's, let's answer that when we come back okay. Dr. Alfie's here this is World Mental Health Day 1010 and we're going to talk more with Dr. Alfie when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hi, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're joined by Dr. Alfie. Today is World Mental Health Day, mm-hmm. and we recognize everything mental health. And we have Dr. Alfie here. Now, Yee, you just had a, a question?
7: Right. I was asking how you encourage somebody to get help when you know that they need it. You see those signs. Or maybe you're in a relationship and you need to go to help together as a couple.
14: So one thing I always try to encourage people to think about is, you know, I happen to be a person of faith and I believe there's one entity up there and it ain't me. That's right. And so what I try to remember is we can want somebody to do it, but if they don't want it for themselves, we can't make them do it. You know what I mean? And I think some of it, sometimes it's hard to accept that. It's even hard for me to accept that as a mental health provider, that people may come in they kind of want help, but they don't really want to help. So they don't really want to do what I'm asking them to do to change things for the better. All I can do is take them where they are in the moment. And I think so. That's not the best answer. That's not an answer that makes us happy. But I think there are going to be times when people are just not going to want to do it. They're going to be resistant. Now, for those people who might be on the fence, I think things that we can do is encourage them by saying things like, I will go with you. Right. Even if I feel like I don't necessarily need the help in the moment, I will ride with you to the clinic. I will help you find somebody. I will call that person on your behalf. Those are the kinds of things that we can do to demonstrate to people that we believe in the value of it and we believe in the value of it and the potential of it to help them. I think one other thing we can do is we can demonstrate and be open like Charlemagne does all the time. Talk about how it benefited us. Right. So I went to this person. It helped me a lot. These are the ways in which it helped me. And then the final thing I think we can do is until a person's ready to go to care, we might try to find those kind of tools and resources that we can share with them that they can use to take care of themselves. I believe in meditation. So there are all these meditation apps. Some people like affirmation, setting intentions, those kind of deep breathing exercise. So just encouraging them with other things that they can do until such time as they're ready to go get that care.
7: Yeah, sometimes people feel like also you don't want to desert someone, but it could be destroying you too. To be with someone or around somebody who you can see all these different signs, but you feel helpless as far as them not wanting to seek help. So What do you do about that for yourself? Like, I don't want to desert this person, but I don't feel like there's anything I can really do.
14: That's right. So I think you acknowledge that and then you take time to take care of yourself first. And taking care of yourself first might mean you take that person in small doses. Right? So it's like... You want to be there, you want to offer support, but you. I think we can only do it in a way that allows us to take care of ourselves first. I think sometimes we get lost in, a lot of us, we want to help that person, we want to save that person, and we destroy ourselves in the process. And I always say, you can't be any good for anybody else if you're not good for yourself. That's right. So it's okay to take a step back and say, you know what, I've tried to help, I've tried to give them some ideas, I tried all this stuff you said, Dr. Alfie, and they ain't, they ain't feeling it. So let me just take a step back and I'll go in at different points when I feel like I can manage it. And that way you don't drain yourself. You also don't have to feel like you're deserting that person. But you're also giving yourself the opportunity to say, you know, I'm doing everything I can. They don't want the help. I can't fix this for them. So those are some of the things I would say.
8: You know, this time last year, uh, we did our first ever Mental Wealth Expo. And we had uh, the second one this past weekend. Tell them tell them what you what you feel the Mental Wealth Expo is.
14: Oh my goodness. The Mental Wealth Expo is a celebration to me, a celebration of black excellence, black health, black togetherness, like literally like just black love, all the things that we as black people need to help build and support our mental health. And I'm so grateful to iHeart and you for having the vision and the Mental Wealth Alliance for putting this together. Um and for me, what it was, it was just an opportunity to see all kinds of people come together all with one purpose to uplift and support and name that our mental health as black people is important to acknowledge that there are things that are unique about who we mm-hmm. are and that we've got to pay attention to in terms of our mental health and to give people an opportunity to see all the different ways we can take care of mental health. So you had people talking about journaling you had people talking about writing. You have people talking about the intersection of maternal health right. and mental health. And then you had all these amazing celebrities on stage. I'm going to tell you who really touched me was G Herbo. At yeah, the G-O-V- event, and it was just just listening to him be such a young brother and be so wise about so many things. Um, and being I think, open
8: at that age, yes, I, I didn't start going to therapy till thirty six. He's having these conversations at twenty something. Yes, yeah. yes,
14: twenty seven years old. So it was just that opportunity for all of us to come together in like love and peace and honestly, it sounds kind of hokey, but harmony around this topic of mental health. So that's what it is for me. It's like a vibe. It's like a good space to come and put let your hair down and know that you're among people who care about you, you know, that people who want to see you succeed mm-hmm. and just have these great conversations about mental health.
8: What do people do after the the Mental Wealth Expo? Like, for those who came and they want to know the next steps, you know, in their journey of healing, what, what do they do?
14: I think the first thing is, like, really, ref- this going to sound hokey, but this is me, this is the mental health professional in me, really reflect on the things that stood out to you that were meaningful for you. Because I think if you can reflect on those things that gives you insight into what can I do? What is the next step for me? Mm -hmm. So for some people, like last year we had folks, uh, yoga practitioners Um, for some folks they might reflect on, well that yoga really spoke to me, I never tried that before. Let me go take a yoga class, right? Mm -hmm. For somebody else that journaling workshop that they did or writing, getting their feelings out on paper and going to buy a journal um, with some beautiful black art on it that might be the thing to inspire them so it's, I really think you have to take stock of what was the thing that stood out to you for many people? Um, the first family of, of first uh, family of faith. There you go. The first family of faith. Having those folks there, the Roberts, uh, Sarah Jakes and Tere, mm-hmm. that might have been the thing. It's like the connection between spirituality and mental health. So if you can determine what was the one thing or what were the two top things that stood out to you in that event? That's your entry point. That's where you need to go, because that's what resonates with your spirit. And that's what's going to help you begin your journey to mental health.
8: Yeah, even having somebody like Sarah Jakes there and Pastor Torre, when they have the conversation about, you know, um, even though they believe in God, Sarah goes to a therapist, you know, Torre goes to a therapist. Hearing somebody say, look, yes, I believe in God, but I go to therapy. How important is is, is that, you think?
14: It normalizes it, Mm -hmm. right? What it says to people is it doesn't have to be an either or. And you need somebody like the First Family of Faith, like you said, who are in the public eye, who are very open and honest about their challenges. I remember listening to them and just thinking, well, they just like really putting it out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I've listened to Pastor Teray talk about parenting and how he parents, you know, black black men and and his own children, um, his and Sarah's children. And I think having somebody say that somebody you respect, somebody you honor, somebody you value, if they say that even in that big public eye, they have things that they struggle with and therapy is helpful for them then that makes it that much easier for each the rest of us to say oh well maybe that's something I can try too if it worked mm-hmm. for them maybe it can work for me well, we appreciate
8: right. you joining us today
6: Thank on you. World
14: Man,
8: Mental Health Day I appreciate Dr. Alvey so much because you know the, the, you can you can have the vision like I can have the vision for the Mental Wealth Alliance but you need somebody to help You execute it. That's Dr. Alfie Lowell. You can have the vision for the Mental Wealth Expo, but you got to have somebody who can execute it for you. That's Dr. Alfie. So I thank you so
14: much. Oh my God. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you. And you know, I
7: wanted to ask you before we get into rumors, because this is going to be one of the topics. um, Some of Kanye West's friends are saying they feel he's in the midst of a psychiatric episode, and we're going to talk about that. But as an expert, you know, what would you say about that, and what would you say can be helpful?
14: I think it's a challenge because. Kanye says these things that are so outlandish. When I look at it, I'm like, clearly something is not right. Do you know what I'm saying? And so I don't want to say that all of his problems have to do with whatever kind of mental health struggles he's having. But I do think we owe, we have to kind of take a step back for me and give him a little bit of grace because he has a diagnosis. So clearly there is something going on. So when I see these like really wild outlandish things like the White Lives Matters t-shirts and all that, I think to myself, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily him just pulling a stunt. I wonder how much of that has to do with his mental health. And when you're in the public eye like that, we had a conversation about that at uh, the expo. Being in the public eye, it's almost like there's no filter. So for many of us, we'll make those mistakes, right? Somebody else with bipolar disorder will make a mistake. The world doesn't see it because they're not famous. So I think there's this perfect, awful storm of he's going through some of these episodes and he's in the public eye. And so there's nowhere to hide it. You know what I'm saying? It's all out there. So I, my, what my wish for him... Is that somebody would be able to wrap their arms around him and just kind of pull him back a little bit and say, "Look, man, let's get this stuff under control first, and then you can go out there and be a genius." But but until he has that, I think we're going to continue to see what we've been seeing. So in my opinion, as you you know as you, as an expert and somebody who's been in this space a long time, I think Kanye needs a lot more support. Well, Doctor Alfie, we appreciate you for joining us this morning. Thank you. I appreciate being here. I appreciate all of you. And
6: we got rumors on the way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
5: The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, nah,
7: nah, 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 nah. Sources close to Kanye told Page Six they believe that he is in the middle of a psychiatric episode and that this is the worst one yet. They said his odd behavior started when he fired his publicist for his Paris fashion show last week and then he scrapped his plans for the show And put together a new show featuring the White Lives Matter theme. He also booked that interview with Tucker Carlson against the advice of his team. According to insiders, he's been firing consultants and advisors who have disagreed with him or resisted his ideas. And he also has these ideas that have been regarded widely as anti-Semitic or racist. He's trying to hire a new team that's geared toward politics and said he wants to focus on putting together a platform for a second presidential run in 2024. He also was wearing a baseball cap with 2024 printed on the brim. According to the sources, he's been alienating confidence by using the same rhetoric in private that led him to publicly endorse the White Lives Matter slogan. And also the tweets that he put out. His friends are at a loss to find someone who can get through to his uh, be- his destructive behavior.
8: Yeah. How do you as a black man wake up and choose white supremacy? Like Kanye West woke up and just chose to be a Nazi one day. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out and tells you how much he loves Hitler. Like in the span of a week you use your energy to spew anti-black slogans and anti-semitic rhetoric like you might as well call him kk kanye at this point
7: all right now kanye also had some things to say about lizzo this went viral lizzo did respond here is what kanye had to say about lizzo
1: now let's talk about gabby and my good friend lizzo lizzo
6: works with my trainer a friend of mine harley pastak when lizzo loses 10 pounds and announces it the bots they attack her for losing weight because the media wants to put out a perception that being overweight is the new goal when it's actually unhealthy yes. let's get aside the fact of whether it's fashion and vogue which is not or if someone thinks is attractive to each his own it's actually clinically unhealthy and for people to to Promote that. It's
10: a—it's demonic.
7: All right. Well, a lot of people clap back at Kanye for making these body shaming remarks. You also can't look at somebody and say that they're unhealthy. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of discussions about that. And for some reason, Lizzo's the person everyone talks about. Uh, so Lizzo was on stage and she was in Toronto on Friday. And here's what she said.
13: I feel like everybody in America got my mother's name in their never- can I, my I my business. can I stay here? Yeah. Who can for that dual citizenship?
8: Let me ask you a question: These mm-hmm. brothers don't know any uh, like like fat men they could be talking about.
7: Yeah, like, why is a, it always Lizzo? That was a big conversation on social media too. Why is it that it's only? Lizzo is the person that people seem to come after when there's a lot of men that are re- overweight. Right? The,
8: re- the reality is Kanye could have used himself as an example. Has he looked in the mirror lately? Huh? Well, Kanye, you sound like a wide hip having hater. All right?
11: Wide hip
8: hater. That's what he sounds like. That's why he always wear them big baggy clothes and always wear black because he's trying to show, he don't so want that- to show his shape. Yeah. Take your shirt off, Kanye. Let me see. Post that. I bet you won't post that on the gram. <laughs> 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 and you're going to get fat shamed and ain't nobody going to feel sorry for you. Take your it. shirt or put you them, what some, what them super sunglasses on. Yeah, is <laughs> Let me see how you breastfeed.
7: Now, Kanye's Instagram account has been restricted. And a company spokesperson told NBC their team has since removed these posts that were in question and they did not provide details on the content. But Ye wrote to Diddy, this ain't a game. I'm going to use you as an example to show the Jewish people that told you to call me that no one can threaten or influence me. I told you this was war. Now go and get you some business. Then he captioned that post, Jesus is Jew. And then he said, look at this, Mark. How are you going to kick me off Instagram? You used to be my N-word.
8: And then he got locked out of Twitter. You yeah, see? I
7: just said that. He was kicked out of Twitter. No, no, that's the, that wasn't oh. the tweet that got him
8: locked out of Twitter. Mm-hmm.
7: The tweet that locked got locked out of
8: Twitter.
11: The one- hey,
7: I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm gonna, I'm going DefCon three on Jewish people. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jews. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda.
8: Once again, how do you, as a black man, wake up and choose white supremacy? Like you just, you just decided I'm gonna be a Nazi
1: this week.
7: Now, Mace is telling people to chill on yay.
1: Ye. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all chill out on that yay stuff, man. Y'all ain't the only one no police, man, okay? Chill out, chill out, let's stay in love.
7: He also said that Kanye is his son.
1: Yo, during this time of healing, I want y'all to pray for me and my family, just like I would never bring your kids into it because they're your kids, they're off limits. Kanye is my son and he's off limits. And I'm asking y'all just to pray for us. Your son is
8: a Nazi. And I'm going to tell you something else. I think people really don't understand that phrase, White Lives Matter, which is so weird to me. Like, I'm I'm realizing that people don't understand why folks are getting upset when they hear that phrase. It's because it's a white supremacist phrase that originated as a racist response to the Black Lives Matter movement.
7: All right, he also is teasing a conversation that he had with Kanye. I guess it's coming out.
1: Yo, we here is Jay and Mace. I'm asking Mace every idea that God is sending through him right now to make sure that he expresses the ideas to the maximum of what
6: God wants them to be. Not presenting anything like we presented to a label or any media company or any shoe company, anything. It's like just whatever God wants for us to do right now, because it's our time. All right.
7: All right, well, that is your rumor report. A lot going on. I know everybody's like, ignore Kanye, ignore Kanye. All
6: right, well, that is your rumor report. The People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never
5: be the same.
7: Our Audible Pick of the Day is Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. This adventure is about one astronaut's race to save the world. Start listening by signing up for a free 30-day trial at the Home of Storytelling. Audible.com slash breakfast club. we are the
6: Breakfast Club. You guys have a great day.
7: Yeah, I didn't even realize it was a federal holiday today. Yes. And yeah, so not a lot of traffic. Banks are closed. Things like well, that. Well, somebody
6: just hit me and said they're on their way to the bank for work. I thought banks were closed. I don't they know.
7: are, because none of my things are going through. <laughs> so I guess they are. And I want to shout out to Stocks and Stilettos, the conference I was at in Vegas. And while I was there, I actually went to the club inside the hotel, Jewel Nightclub, and Tiger was um making an appearance Tiger got a lot of hits yeah he does he was running through those songs I was like I didn't even realize until he did all of them in a row and there was some that he even missed people were holding up um, their phones in the audience requesting songs but even like him being on songs like Chosen and Taste and uh, Freaky Deaky with Doja Cat and then of course like Rack City Ayo all of those songs shout out to Tiger for all those hits
6: absolutely All right. well Charlamagne, you got a positive note
8: I do. I want to salute, too, man, the Living Legends Foundation. I was in L.A. this past Friday, man, and they honored me with the uh, Jerry C. Bolden Radio Executive uh, Award, you know, so salute to the Living Legends Foundation. Thank you uh, for the honor. Positive note on this Monday, man. I want y'all to start the week off with this mentality. No matter what society says, it's okay to be like, nah, that ain't for me. Breakfast
1: Club, bitches. You all finished or you all done?
9: a new weekend edition of CNN 5 Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as 5 Things. Listen to 5 Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.
13: Welcome to the
14: Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yoo. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats.
4: I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough